Welcome to the MongoDB Podcast. My name is Michael Lynn, your host. Today, I'm back at mongodb.local.london. I sit down with Harry Swan, co-founder and CTO of Academy. Academy is an online tool set for educators. You can get more customers and spend less time on admin with their simple tools for running courses. Academy is built on MongoDB, and I talked to Harry about his decision to use MongoDB and what he thinks about some of the updates that we learned about from the conference. Academy is a participant in the MongoDB for Startups program. If you're a founder or CTO, you might want to check this out. Stay tuned. You'll learn more about that as well. I hope you enjoy this episode. Welcome to MongoDB.LocalLondon. Thank you. It's nice to be here. So you just came out of the keynote. What are your thoughts? What are you thinking? Some of looks pretty interesting. The uh, the window functions look like they could be pretty uh, pretty useful. We we use the charts quite a lot to, as our like main business metrics mm. uh, to because all our data is in MongoDB, so uh, we use charts a lot. So the window functions might be quite useful to get a better understanding of some bits of data. We've got some quite complicated uh, pipelines, so some of that might actually be yeah. able to simplify. The data API that they announced there, looks like that could be quite interesting. I want to give you an opportunity to introduce yourself to the audience. I'm Harswan. I'm from Academy. We're, tr- we're trying to build a marketplace for local courses and workshops. So if you run a, a course or a workshop, we want to provide you the tools to just make your life easier. There are many, many people out there who run courses and they spend a very large amount of time with the overhead of just the management of getting people to come to their courses. Mm-hmm. And one person we said they, they literally spend 80% of their time just with overhead rather than actually teaching the course or running the courses, which is the bit that they're good at. That's what they want to do. But also when we've had our, ourselves personal pain, like one of our co-founders kind of sparked the polar idea, he was looking for a language course for his mum. In, in Edinburgh, there are many, many language schools, but there's no way to compare them or see what features they are, who, when they're available, how much they are. Stuff. But, so it meant like having to phone around or manually email people and stuff like that. And no way to really can, compare them well. So we want to try to build something that allows people to, if you want to learn something or do something, we want to provide a way to connect. The, the, the kind of tagline of like the Airbnb for courses and workshops like uh, nowadays if you want to go on holiday somewhere or you find some accommodation you'll go on airbnb search where you're going and you'll find any able to compare the stuff want the same idea for courses and workshops so uh, some of the examples of course we've got like spoon whittling canoe building arts <laughs> classes for kids and adults uh, i mean my mum my mum my, uh, my uh, is an educator, so she she teaches art classes. So she she's now doing run some art classes on the side. So she uses our platform as well, which is really really good in the sense of like the dog fitting of product because mm-hmm. literally got my own mum using the product. So it's always the thing of if uh, we're stuck on how to, how something should work, it's like well, how would my mum expect this to work? So it's nice, but, but that's 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 what we do. And it's for local. You mean? Um in person so primarily yes uh, we we started this the start of like march 2020 and then and then covid happened so trying to do stuff for local things was a bit no longer relevant so we, we do do some online courses and we do have people who run online courses and like it works we work best with the if it's kind of like a live session so if like zoom call or other platform a uh, if it's like a live session so people can book for a particular time slot. We do have some on-demand stuff, 
but we're st we're still working that out. Still building that platform, right? But primarily, if it's kind of a kind of a, like a live interaction with somebody, then that's primarily where we're focused. Yeah, great. And uh, so you're obviously obviously using MongoDB. Yes. Um, can you talk about how you made that decision to use MongoDB? Yeah. So I'd previously used MongoDB for some side projects and some other smaller projects uh, and stuff with previous companies and just in site hobby projects and stuff like that. And I'd really like MongoDB and it's just the flexibility of it. So when we were at a point where we were ready to start building this, we needed a database to start working. And honestly, MongoDB had the lie that Atlas had the, lie, uh, the free cluster that allowed us to try stuff out and just experiment and initially build a prototype against it. And just worked so well that we just like there's no point changing it just, <laughs> it just worked really really well and especially that free that free cluster just i mean it's small and tiny but it works very well and you get what i think you get like half a gig of storage but mm -hmm. more than enough to like, i mean half a gig data it's yeah. still a lot of data so we were able to build like the full prototype with that and we only recently just actually moved up to an, uh, an actual dedicated instance primarily just for the reliability and everything of it mm -hmm click a button and it like click a button and I think I can't remember it was like five minutes max and it just transitioned over to a dedicated instance that now is like three different three different nodes multi AZ with like automatic backups and everything. it's just it's so simple to use yes yeah. I've the previous place when with like database management was a big thing and it was trying to deal with all that there's a lot of overhead, uh, even just with like little stuff like like migrations and stuff like that. Like with MongoDB being like a flexible schema meant that when well, like, we're still growing and we're still we're still continually adding stuff, so we'd be having to run migrations every other day. Mm -hmm. uh, so it takes a bit of that overhead out of we just roll the new fields out. Just your code just adds new fields, and you can then just start using it straight away, sort of thing. Mm -hmm. uh, it just it takes a lot of the the complications they have with like relational stuff just so simply yeah yeah and so where are you at in in your journey and it's academy right yeah academy it's academy like academy but with yeah. the a uh, we're on .co.uk we do have .io but lots of people got confused with .io uh, uh, so we went with .co.uk as well so mm -hmm. um, we are well we've got a product we, we've got a pretty good product we're getting we're continually building on the product and we're very happy with what we've got. Uh, but we're now at a point where the product can support most people. We're, we're getting to a point where we're no longer like, oh, we've not got that yet. We're, we're at a point where like, yeah, we can do that. Just let's show it, let's, let's demo and we'll show you how to do it. We've got quite a few people. We've got 400 people signed up, but a solid like 30 people that are using it every single day. Uh, and I think the last that in the last 11 months we've had like fifty-five thousand pounds go through the platform sort of thing so we're it's it's ramping up uh, and we're the stats are all ticking up every single day so it's it's getting there and we're yeah it's growing every single day yeah. so it's we're, we're now at a point of just we're happy that it works we're happy the idea is there and that there is the demand for it we're now just at the point of get enough money coming in through it so we can do it like do everything that we want to do with it yeah yeah great it's it's an exciting time Yes, yeah. challenging. It's it's now just we've got an, a very very long list of all the things we want to do, and it's now just a massive prioritization game of what what do we do first? Yeah. And so, do you spend your time working on the platform and building yes. it? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And can you talk a little bit about the stack? Like, how is it built? 
Yeah, it's so MongoDB is the database, obviously. Uh, we use Node.js running on AWS Lambda, so we're fully serverless. Everything is provisioned through like AWS Cloud Formation. We're like we're heavy in on AWS. Just it's a little bit easier, but it's also just uh, again like things like when we're at the prototype stage and that free tiers and stuff like that meant that it was easy to adopt into that sort of stuff. But also having previously used AWS, I was quite comfortable with that. So yeah, we've we've got it like kind of tried to go from like CI/CD from the start. So we've got like GitHub Actions that run a uh, like that automatically deploy our web code and then like an a. Uh, AWS code pipeline that will automatically deploy API. So everything just deploys instantly mm. and solves kind of, well, other than the database, we're, 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 we're meaning to try out the, the new uh, Atlas serverless stuff, which I'm hoping to speak to some people today yeah. uh, about. But yeah, other than that, we're pretty much serverless okay. uh, and uh, no GS. Okay. And and is it just you working on the platform at the moment? Uh, me and one of the co-founders, me primarily back end, him primarily front end stuff. But yeah. yeah. Wait, We'd have more people, but we don't have enough money for that yet. <laughs> well, it's early days. Yes. <laughs> As I mentioned, um, you know, we're here at Dot Local London, and uh, we've we've got some some noise taking place in the background. You might hear that. We're going to try and filter that out, but. Um, but as you're coming out of the, the keynote, talk a little bit about those those updates. You mentioned time series. Is there anything else that was interesting to you in, in what we learned today? Uh, time series stuff that looks interesting. The the new role and updates, and especially the fact that like just tick a box and that will automatically update looks very nice just to yeah. stay on top of stuff. It's, all, it's always that pain point of going, oh, we've, we've fallen behind the version. That's, uh, if that just takes care of it, that's nice. The versioned API stuff, takes a lot of that worry out. The fact that we can now tie your code to the, a specific version, uh, so you don't need to worry about the, like, the API changing. The fact that they were saying that they back test every new release against every single version of the API that they released so that they are confident that mm -hmm. it's not going to break, gives a lot of confidence in that you can just set that version and hopefully not just forget about it, but you know that <laughs> it should just keep working and you don't need to worry about that. That's a nice operational stuff you don't need to worry about. That, um, what else did they say? They mentioned the data, data API, that looks quite interesting, especially mm -hmm. we're not really using too much microservice stuff yet, but uh, we're not at a point for that, but it's nice to know that that's there and you never know other side projects or stuff that might be quite useful for. Then again, we don't know what else, there's more stuff that we're needing to build, so perhaps even just the, that data API means that we can do some mock-up stuff very quickly without having to build a full, we can just kind of test out with just send an API call and change data. If I say that our average course is about 10 pounds and we've had got 55 grand worth of transactions go through, like it's, there's quite a few in there. Um, but yeah, we're, we'll very quickly get to a point where we'll need to start thinking about shard and stuff. And yeah, like I said, like the product continually changing at the moment. So, the chance of us needing to like need to reshard is going to be quite high. Mm -hmm. The fact that that can just happen without any downtime and just just happen, yeah, it means that you don't need to think about or worry about that need to happen, uh, or worry about the overheads of when that will happen. Uh, yeah. So yeah, that, that's something that looks really really useful. Um, yeah, yeah. It's also just nice. I knew about the the multi cloud stuff. Um, but I hadn't realised that, like the the fine grained detail of the 
the different level of multi-cloud stuff with the fact that he could have like a read-only node in a different cloud provider mm -hmm. and stuff like that as well. Like that is again, don't need it right this second, but it's very nice to know that it's there. And like, especially the ease at which that you can just spin it up and just do it. Like it was one of the one of the reasons we actually, I, I when I picked MongoDB, like one of the other bits that was a nice factor of scaling up, the fact that you can, that, so we're, we're, I think we're on the smallest dedicated instance that you get, but the fact that I can scale that up to like the largest with like no downtime will just scale itself in the background is just very nice features of, of all that. Yeah, again, you you can just change your database without needing to worry about the, the overhead and like downtime or having to deal with that that interruption to service or thing because it's just not there. Fantastic. So is there anything else that um, that brought you to that local apart from just learning about the new product updates? I'm coming from like a relational background. I know that my our schema is not 100% perfect. Mm -hmm. uh, so I was I'm looking forward to speaking to some of the some of the experts that we've got here today to to refine our, yeah. our schema design and stuff like that. But also we're currently using other tools Algolia for our like our, our live search interface. and but now there's Atlas Search and I want to understand how we can tie that in perhaps and even maybe for not like because i know that like agoli has got different stuff that where it's they've got personalization for like user like user like user specific recommendations stuff like that so that those sort of things could be quite useful but there's also where in like in the uh, in the more admin side of the app uh, that the search could come in really useful because we already have we already have something like the, the ability to search contacts mm -hmm. But we can maybe broaden like the, the the level at which you can f search and filter by those contacts by using a Google search. So it's what one of the one of the talks I'm quite looking forward to going to is uh, to find out some more about it, find out more about that. Terrific. You know where the Ask the Expert booths are, right in the center of the the pavilion. So yep. I'll be going over there very shortly. <laughs> awesome. Yeah. Thank you. I appreciate you taking some time out. Enjoy the rest of the conference, and uh, yeah, stay in touch. Shall do. Thank you very much. Yeah. Thanks to Harry Swan, CTO and co-founder of Academy. If you want to find out more information about Academy, visit academy.co.uk. If you're a founder or CTO like Harry, want to plug your startup into the fastest growing data platform on the planet, MongoDB for Startups might be for you. This is a selective program for early stage high growth startups. It's designed to help founders and CTOs build and grow data-driven organizations. The program provides a wide range of resources, including MongoDB's best-in-class data platform, personalized technical advice, and access to our robust developer community. Head on over to mongodb.com startups to check it out and apply today.